Hey guys, Corey Frills here with the LTW Group. Uh, on the call today with me, I've got Amanda Holman, Becky Price, and Autumn Lane. Um, Becca Ruckert is uh, running the show for us. Maybe she'll pop in here, maybe she won't. Uh, our good friend Lisa Wiles is out running around this morning. She's got uh, appointments and closings. So I'm um, going to carry quickly about, uh, talk a little bit about the market. So it has been another tumultuous week. Uh, which we are unfortunately becoming very used to. Um, and so we, we've seen rates climb again this week with a lot of drama in the middle. So um, what we would typically see um, rates change in, in months, we're now seeing in, in days. So each day, I mean, we're, we're seeing movement in interest rate. We're typically we would see movement in what we would call price or the cost of a particular interest rate. So it is really important right now that we get contracts um, as soon as they're bound. So as soon as they're bound, send us those contracts. Um, we can get to work on it. Um, according to the Optimal Blue Mortgage Market Index, the 30-year conforming has now crested 7% as of yesterday. 7.104. One thing about this index that's unique is it doesn't tell you the cost of that rate. So a 7.104 rate is more than likely coming with points. People are choosing to pay points to buy down their rate and get a little lower rate, even when it starts with a seven. So I would say most of the par rates that we're seeing are more towards 7.37. And when I say par rates, I mean a rate with um, no discount points or lender credit. Uh, rates with lender credits in general are, are almost non-existent. So we used to be able to price the rate up, offer a lender credit towards closing cost. It's just not there in the market right now. So a lot of people are asking why interest rates have become so volatile. Um, and I, the, the best way that I know how to explain that is um, the jargony term is lack of liquidity. And um, the, what that means in plain English is there's not a ton of buyers. Not a lot of people want to buy mortgage bonds. So um, if you compare it to other markets with limited pools of buyers, it'll help make more sense. So if you think about uh, specific um, kind of niche markets, think um, classic cars, fine art, uh, comic books, um, baseball cards, these markets that um, have value uh, but have a limited pool of buyers are more susceptible to dramatic value swings. So uh, if you only have a dozen buyers, eight of them step out of the picture or six of them step out of the picture, your value is, is far more um, dynamic than something like um, sausage or bread or milk. Uh, because you have a huge buyer pool of people with constant steady demand. So um, that's what we're seeing. We're seeing a lot of drama in the mix. And the best thing you can do to help us out is as soon as you get a contract bound, um, get that to us so we can have that rate lock conversation right away. So uh, at times when, you know, if we would get a contract at four or five in the afternoon, we wait till the morning to see what pricing would look like. We're not doing that anymore. We're hopping on that night, locking the rate in. Uh, because I really believe that until we see some softening in the market, I don't think we're going to see any improvement 
in mortgage rates. And, and what, do you, what do I mean by softening in the market? I don't mean the housing market. No, we're seeing that. Uh, I mean um, market data, like inflation data, uh, how much are our goods and services costing us? Um, that needs to start turning around or leveling off. Uh, employment data, we need to see we need to see job losses and employment data. As as awful as that is, I think that the Federal Reserve is is dead set on that being uh, the case that what they're doing is working. Um, and then we need to see um, softening in uh, consumer goods data. So we need to see the market look like um, consumers are starting to crack. I know that sounds crazy. Why would you want to see that? I don't want to see that, but the Federal Reserve um, seems bent on it. I was talking to my financial advisor and a good friend of mine about this this morning. Um, he was showing me a chart of all historical Federal Reserve rate hikes. Um, and they every time the Fed hikes rates, a recession is soon to follow. And, and he and I are talking about this, and I'm like, well, the Federal Reserve has two mandates. They have two jobs that they have to do. One is price stability. That's controlling inflation, right? So keeping prices stable and comfortable for people. Uh, the second is full employment. Um, in this case, they are choosing price stability over their second job, which is full employment, and raising rates to basically break the economy um, and push it into recession to bring inflation down. Uh, I don't think they would tell you that. Uh, I think that would be politically very difficult for them to come out and say, uh, but it's pretty evident if you look historically, um, nothing brings down inflation like a recession. So uh, all that to say, uh, recession is not a bad word. Um, it's not ideal. It's not something that we look forward to. Um, but historically, housing rolls right through in a recession. So people still need housing. It's a basic human need. We have an enormous lack of supply. Um, it's just we're going to have some some months to kind of um, to navigate here. We're going to have to really be good guides for our clients, um, and we're going to have to be here for each other, supporting each other's businesses. We support our agents, and our agents support us. Um, and, and making a way, um, I was thinking about the, the word negotiation. It almost has a negative connotation, you know, um, when, but you think about other uses of that word and it's like, I negotiate a turn or I negotiate, um, my way through a canal. It's just finding a path through, right? So we have to find that path through together. So, with all that, I'm going to have Becky talk about Lock and Shop. She's um, really kind of taking these higher interest rates by the horns and um, doing a great job protecting her clients. So tell us a little about Lock and Shop, Becky. Thanks, Corey. Yeah, the Lock and Shop program is really valuable. Um, it's basically a no cost, really no risk way for us to create a ceiling on our buyer's interest rate. So um, the way it works is we can lock in a rate at about half a point higher than where we'd be on um, the 30-day rate lock, um, you know, that we would be able to utilize if we had a contract in hand. So this is for our people who um, are just reaching out to get pre-qualified 
um, and think they're going to be making offers in the next 90 days. So we quote them the market rate just so they know where we're at right now. And then I um, show them our lock, shop, and go pricing. Uh, that is, like I said, going to be, depending on the day, about half a point higher than that 30-day rate lock. Um, but what that's doing is establishing a ceiling on their rate so that while they're shopping, if you start to hear um, all this doom and gloom, like... Um, for instance, rates are going to go, if you start to hear rates are going to go into the eights, um, I really hope that we're not going to hear that. But if we do, um, if someone is locked in um, and their max rate is like a 7.75, I um, believe that's what I saw in lock shop and go pricing yesterday, um, they can know that their rate will not go above that point. Um, I say it's no risk because this product also has got a feature that allows us to float that rate down once they do go under contract. So um, they've got 90 days, uh, say they go under contract on day 89 for a 60 day rate lock. We are still able, or a 60 day close, we are still able to float that rate down if rates have improved or not risen to the point of that ceiling established by the lock shop and go. So um, I know that we have been able to um, offer a lot of people rates that were, um, much better than the going rate when they went under contract by utilizing this program. It can kind of be a hard sell because the, the rate is high um, because it's that half a point higher. Um, so um, we're just really having to drive home that that float down option is there and that there's no upfront cost. So really in my eyes, there's no reason to not do it. Um, so just know that that's something we are putting in front of your buyers. Um, uh, we've also got an extended rate lock program that works in conjunction with, um, uh, works similar. Um, so this would be for your new construction deals. We can lock our clients in for 360 days. Um, we've got different programs in um, shorter terms as well. And that also is going to um, come with that float down option. That one does have um, an upfront cost, but it works just like earnest money. They get refunded at the closing. So those are just some of the ways we can mitigate um, the fear and the volatility. And I think, Becky, to your point, you know, the rate is high, but high is relative, right? So, I mean, we were talking earlier, I'm closing a loan on Monday uh, where the rate's 6.75. And when we locked that, um, uh, every week thereafter, she was like, have rates come down? Have rates come down? Um, and now they're at 7.5. So she's tickled with her 6.75, even though that's not what she wanted then. So I think the relativity of you think rates are high today, well, let's look at them in two weeks and see if they feel high. So I think that that hedge of protection, um, although it may feel um, may feel a little painful in the beginning, uh, has really helped a lot of people remain in qualification and, and still get a house. So thank you so much. Autumn, you want to talk about ARMS? I will. I, I actually just want to reiterate one point that Becky made. There is no cost up front. And the reason I'm saying that is I do know that there are other lenders offering the lock and shop for a deposit. So we do not, we do not collect a deposit on that. It is, and, and it's for the borrower, you know, it's just an insurance policy on their, their interest rate at no cost. So it's a no brainer. I just wanted to reiterate that, even though she already said it. Um, so <clears throat> 
So I'm talking about arms for the first time since, um, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago. I don't know the last time I talked about arms um, because the race have not really been where an arm was, um, at, was attracted. The race have remained low, especially the last two, three years. Nobody asked about an arm. Um, but in a rising rate market, arms always come back. Um, so I've quoted a lot of um, five, seven and 10 year arms the last two weeks, locked in two arms in particular the last week, and they were at a half percent better. So just a refresher, an arm based on that fixed period, if it's a five-year arm, it's fixed for five years. And then we'll have certain, depending on the arm and the the piece, of, what type of arm you lock into, it will have certain um, adjustment periods after, after the first five years. But in talking to customers, they're they're weighing the, you know, we're still, we're still talking about emotions with clients. So it is helping weigh the option of the higher interest rate, even though it's, it's only in my case, it was half percent lower. Um, we compared the payment. We talked about their short-term, long-term plans. And I think for an arm, I always reiterate to my customer, you don't have, you don't have to ever keep that rate. And with, if you do an arm, you can still refinance if the market goes lower. Um, so their customers are more open now to having those discussions as a way to get their interest rate down and adjustable rates follow conforming guidelines. So it's, to the general public, it's a conventional loan. It, that's all it is, is a conventional loan. It's just a way of structuring their um, their loan to where they have a reduced rate period for that fixed time. And if you have someone who knows this is a three to five-year home, five-year arm is great. If you have someone who, you know, is a little less um, of a risk taker, <clears throat> they may like the 10-year arm because, a lot can change in 10 years. So a lot of you know what we do as advising is having those conversations with clients and seeing which of these scenarios they would fit best into. And they're not afraid of them anymore like they were the, the last several years. Yeah, yeah, Corey and I had a conversation with uh, earlier this week with a couple of agents. We were just talking about how arms now are so different than they used to be. Um, there are definitely caps in what the interest rates can change to, uh, or uh, caps in the adjustments, right? Yeah, there are still caps on the adjustments. So, so it's not like once the five, seven or 10 year arm, um, finishes out that it's a free for all, there are still caps on those adjustment periods. And we go over what those are with a customer too. So they know what the expectation is if it, if it were to adjust. Um, I, that reminded me of a, a conversation I was having with, with a customer as well. Um, and you see all these memes that says, I forgot what it is, what date the rate, marry the house. You see those memes, but, but in, I mean, breaking that down into like talking to the customer, you know, you don't always have to keep the rate you get. And I think people don't really know what refinance means a lot of times but it just means you don't have to keep the first rate you get. You can always go back and get a lower rate if it's available. And that's the same for the arms. There is no, there's no penalty at all if you go with an arm. If in two years from now rates drop, they can a client can still, you know, take that lower rate. So you don't have to keep in terms of any loan product. And we know that, but 
you know, yeah. having those conversations with clients, I think helps too. And they understand what that looks like for them in the future, their options. I think it's just beneficial just showing options too, right? So, you know, people, I told somebody, I feel like a, like a, like a hospice nurse right now. Like nobody's really happy to talk to me uh, because of where rates are and what they're doing to payments. And, um, but when you offer that arm product that may be half a point lower than what you, you know, than a 30 year fixed, I think one, it shows the customer, Hey, you're not, we're not like tying you up here. Like there's, you have options. Let's run through what those are. And you need to understand the complexity and the risk. Let's talk about it. And then, you know, one conversation I had this week, we, when we compared apples to apples, the 30 year fixed and the five year arm, um, it was a hundred dollars a month difference, even at half a point lower in rate. And so he client gets to see two things. He gets to see one that half a point feels like a lot and a hundred dollars isn't nothing, but it's not, you know, enormous either. And then second is, is the additional complexity of an adjustable rate loan and the risk worth a hundred dollars a month to you, you know? Um, I think, I think that, and it allowed him to at least be informed about his, about his options um, and then feel, um, feel like they have a choice. You know, I think a lot of times we just, uh, I think people right now feel like they don't have much choice. They need to buy a home. They don't like interest rates, but it is what it is. And so offering some choice seems to help. So. Well, um, and to your point, Corey, sorry to interrupt you, but I, um, I, I am, proud to be able to offer those choices. I do know there are lenders who are struggling right now with investor options to even be able to offer a um, an ARM option. So um, fortunately, we are in a position where we have, <clears throat> we have a, a good handful of investors who we can um, work our arms through. And, and I'm thankful for that in this market. Awesome. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of lenders and banks even that as the market changes are having to adjust some of their products and their pricing. So um, it's it's definitely something I've seen uh, talking with customers, um, which brings us to, we want your hard deals. We want the no's. We want to be a second opinion. Um, I think it was two weeks ago, I got a call from an agent that was like, hey, I have a customer. They're pre-qualified the numbers seem really high. Can you give it a second look? I gave it a second look. The numbers were a little bit high, but I mean, they're high right right now. The rates are higher. So it is what it is, but it, it was a situation where it was a, they were pre-qualified. They had been to a couple of lenders and they had one that worked and it was an easy yes for us. It wasn't a complicated loan when I looked at it. Now it's credit approved. So we're in good shape. We know it is, but I have plan B options here. I have, um, if debt to income gets too high or the score drops, or maybe the income comes back on the verification of employment, a little wonky. Uh, we not only have our plan A, but we have a plan B and sometimes even a plan C, um, where we don't just have the typical, we do have the typical products, but we also have other options as well. I think Becky has, um, some specific examples, um, that you've had recently, right, Becky? Yeah, um, you know, we, we've touched on this one before, but we've got um, 
a product that allows for down payment on a conventional loan. That's This is not THDA. Um, so that can be a really good option for a lot of people. Um, and then you don't have to put FHA, you don't have to make an FHA offer either. And your buyer doesn't need that FHA mortgage insurance. Um, that's a really good one. Um, really, we've got a Fairway, uh, a product unique to Fairway. It's our own product um, that just kind of exists um, for, um, it's clearly, it exists to be a plan B. Um, it just allows for a little bit lower credit score than um, typical conventional, a little bit higher debt to income, um, things like that. So um, whereas in the past, um, we had to maybe kill the deal if debt to income went above 45 or 49%, uh, we've just got something that allows us to go up to 55. Um, and that doesn't sound like a lot, but it really can make a huge difference. Um, and again, that is a fairway only product. So we've developed that to be specifically the plan, the kind of the catch-all plan B when a conventional loan starts to go sideways. Right. Yeah. So send us your hard deals. We're more than happy to work hard for it. Um, we were happy to do it when it was easy. We're even more happy to do it right now when it's harder. So give us I a I love shout. it. That's awesome. Amanda, and you mentioned turn, like turndowns, like going through your six-month pipeline and, and you know, talking to, um, or finding turn denial. Yeah. yeah I've had a lot of agents recently tell me that, you know, it's just slower right now. Um, and we know that because rates are increasing, buyer capacity is a little bit lower. Um, but if you go back through your pipeline of all the people that were maybe turned down because of financing or wasn't able to do it, it's still worth giving them a call, reaching out, seeing if now is a good time. Um, the market shifts and we've said it before. It's like, it's, it's hard for, it was hard for one reason earlier <laughs> this year. Now it's hard for a different reason. So always rotating through those people, even the people that had a no, um, that, that gets your business going. We can give it a second look. Um, happy to do that for sure. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. We are at 22 minutes, so I'm going to wrap us up. Um, Thank you all so much again for your support of our business. You guys mean so much to us and um, we're here to support you. We had a great class yesterday with Austin Church on differentiation. Um, many of you were there. We had a packed house. That was awesome. We got more of that coming because, um, you know, we believe in elevation here. That's a big theme for us. And we, we want to elevate our clients, our teammates, um, our, and our community and our partners. And so, uh, we believe if we elevate your business, then our business will be elevated as well. So thank you so much for, for buying in and for supporting us. We are working this weekend, LTW Group at fairwaymc.com. LTW Group at fairwaymc.com. We'll have an on-call loan officer uh, watching that at all times. We all kind of watch it um, just, to, just to make sure that it's covered. Um, and we are uh, here to help. Thank you guys so much and see you next week.